0: Welcome to the Team Talk with Tom and Jack. I'm Tom and I'm Jack and this is another special episode. We host this podcast to inspire coaches, teachers and parents so we can improve children's well-being together. In this episode
1: we announce the two winners of our Call Right Share competition for the younger and
0: older age categories. We will read out the winning stories and tell you about what's coming next. We hope you enjoy it team.
1: This project couldn't have started without the sponsorship of Teammates. That's right. Teammates is our sports coaching company that we co-founded back in 2016. For more information, please head to weareteammates.com.
0: Now, back to the podcast. Thank you so much for entering the competition. We were amazed by the quantity and quality of all the entries. We came up with
1: the idea of this competition three weeks ago, just as the elderly and vulnerable were being
0: asked to self-isolate. Our mission is to improve children's well-being, and we thought that this would be a good way to get conversations flowing between children and their elderly relatives during these challenging times.
1: We've had so many kind comments from parents who've emailed us, who told us that some of these stories and information about these relatives
0: wouldn't have been passed down otherwise. We are so glad that this has helped families to come together time and communication is so important to everyone's wellbeing. So on we move to our cool, Write, Share competition winners. Our first winner's story is emotional and includes a lot of parallels to the current situation. It includes compassion, sacrifice and separation. It really hammers home the importance of contacting your family.
1: A Cypriot Adventure by Jem Paris Johnston. On the 23rd of December 1965, a young woman with short blonde hair named Barbara moved to Limassol, Cyprus with her new husband Alan, as he was posted to the Akrotti base by the RAF. Barbara was nervous, but she couldn't wait to take on a new adventure. She'd never been anywhere like this before. After a few weeks, the excitement was wearing off and she missed her family dearly. It would have been incredibly expensive to make a phone call all the way back to Britain, so she started writing home. She told them about the beautiful mountains, the enticing smells, and the glimmering blue seas with beautiful bright pink flamingo that gathered by the salt lake nearby. It felt amazing to be able to tell them all of this, but she didn't mention her homesickness. She needed something to do, so she decided to try and get a civilian job in the army. These were extremely hard to get, so she was amazed to find out that she got the job. It was a job in a civilian pay office. After about a year, Barbara's parents wrote to her with exciting news. They were coming to visit. Every one of them started writing frantically. The only thing holding them back was the week-long arrival time of their letters both ways, but slowly and surely, plans were coming together. Eventually, the time came for their plane to come in and land and Barbara thought of the best welcome present she could get them. She contacted the British forces broadcasting service and asked them to play Welcome to My World to show how much they loved them. The look on everyone's faces as the passengers stepped into the arrivals department stuck with Barbara forever as the lyrics step into my heart. Leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world built with you in mind drifted lazily from the speakers. Although her father had been absolutely petrified of the travel, he loved it there. It was a mix of the warm Mediterranean Sea and the amazing Greek and Turkish food and the lovely blue sky, but most of all, seeing his daughter again. Three weeks later, after a time of talking, laughing, swimming, hiking, it was time for Barbara's parents to leave. She and Alan were sent to a new base and Barbara had to get a new job. It was even better than the previous one. It was in the counter intelligence department's records office and she had to deal with files about people that the army may want to keep an eye on. She even signed the official secrets act. Not long afterwards, Barbara's mother died and Barbara knew that she had given her mother one of the best times of her life and was so glad. All because she stepped out of her comfort zone so much good had come to her and the people around her. Thank you, Jim, and to all of your family for sharing this really interesting story with us. Now, it's time
0: for our second winner. My granddad's a bit of a lad by Jago Chin. My granddad is a bit of a lad. Did you see the headlines on June the 2nd, 1971? Well, if you did, you would have been astounded. For this lucky person, it was rag Week. A time at university where you attempt to do the most ludicrous things for charity. And he was challenged to win a bet to make the headlines. It was a fine sunny day. Three adults and a special passenger in the boot journeyed to London. They only had one mission. To make the six o'clock news. They arrived at Trafalgar Square, famous for its thousands of pigeons and ornate fountain. So to make the headlines, the group came up with a cunning plan. They poured 20 litres of tea a soapy substance, into the water of the fountain in the hope that the fountains would overflow with soap. They waited and waited, but only one or two bubbles appeared here and there. Disappointed and deflated, they decided to leave this plan and go on to the next, where mayhem would unfold. For the next part of the plan, they travelled across London to the most regal of royal shops, Harrods. The place where the richest and most important people would spend their money. It was so grand that there were even guards at the door waiting to open them for you. The group parked up and grabbed the bag from the boot. Upon arrival, the guards dutifully opened the doors. Once inside, they went in search of the perfume area. Quickly and cunningly, one of the men unzipped the bag to reveal the monstrosity. It was covered in oil and fat and it weighed seven kilos. It was a heavy and very slippery baby piglet. Since it was basted in oil and fat it made it almost impossible to catch. They let the piglet go in the royalist of post shops so that it could cause havoc. After they had released the beast they casually strolled off out of the store, screams and shrieks thundering behind them thanking the guards who opened the door for them as they left. Upset about their failure in Trafalgar Square, they decided to head back to see if anything had happened. To their surprise, a one and a half metre thick wall of soap bubbles now covered a quarter of the Trafalgar Square. Success! Elated with the outcome, they headed back home, just in time for the six o'clock news. The headline stated an out of control soap mayhem. Was unleashed at Trafalgar Square today. There was no mention of the piglet running a riot in Harrods, the shop denying any such happening. Well, it would be bad for business to scare away their rich customers with stories of farm animals running amok. Jubilant, the group won the bet and secured £500 for charity, the equivalent of a lot more money in these days. And I would never have believed that my very own sensible granddad was indeed. One of the lads that did it. Thank you to Jago and his family for sharing that exciting story with us. So there
1: we are. Congratulations to our two winners. We were able to read so many heartwarming stories and it was obvious that every entry required a lot of time and effort.
0: We received entries ranging from Scotland, Ireland and Wales. We even received entries from all over the world, including Moldova, France and Luxembourg. We had tales of relatives in India, Africa and America. We've received hundreds
1: of entries, with over 200 on the final two days alone. We've received so many entertaining stories. Therefore, we want to share the fun by reading some more of them out on
0: another podcast soon. Due to the popularity of our writing competition and numerous requests, we have decided to run some other competitive contests after the Easter period. More on this coming soon, guys. Meanwhile, over at our sports coaching company, TeamMates,
1: we are going to release some daily challenges for children to enjoy over the Easter period,
0: complete with some videos of our coaches doing the tasks too. These challenges will test your children's problem-solving skills and perseverance. To see our daily challenges, head over to either our Facebook or Instagram accounts each morning. There'll be no winners announced as such. It's purely for
1: everyone to get involved and to be a part of the team. If you'd like to send in your videos of you completing
0: the challenges, We will be reposting any that catch our eye. We hope you have got some value from our team talk. For more information, head over to tomandjack.co.uk or check out the links in the show notes. Bit of a different podcast today, team. Really, really grateful for everyone for entering. We'll speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye.